Hey everybody, it's uh, the Art Speaker Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor St. Aubin. Art Speaker is the official podcast of the nonprofit organization Art Speak. Go to artspeak.co, you find out things about our nonprofit and why we love it and why we think it's good for you and good for cities. Uh, this episode, we had Sam Mosey, aka River Thief. Uh, he's a songwriter, he's um, one of my longer musician friends in the city. Um, we talked a lot about just, he's a narrative songwriter and just kind of talked about the complexities that can kind of come to that. And he actually went to people and like reconciled with them and was like, Hey, is this okay to talk about? Uh, so I really admire him for that. Um, very, very, um, just thoughtful person and a very, um, just genuine, generous individual. So really enjoyed having him on the podcast. So, uh, our speaker podcast with river thief, AKA Sam Mosey. What's up, dude? Nothing much. Just uh, taking it easy today. It's yeah. been a pretty lazy Sunday. What does taking it easy look like for you? Taking it easy today meant uh, my girlfriend and I laying on the couch watching Game of Thrones for a okay. while. We, I, we, I started it over, and she's been also wanting the cliff notes because we got the next one coming up pretty okay. soon. So. Is Game of Thrones worth it? I've heard mixed reviews. Um, well, what do you... What do I you, mean, I don't know. Most people... What do you mean worth it? I don't know. I guess it's just... Uh, how many seasons are there? <laughs> There's seven right now. The I, that's December. the thing. That's a hard, th- hard... I'm having a hard time with... I mean, Netflix, but also other things. There's just TV has gotten so good that it's a commitment, you know, where I could watch mm-hmm. a movie and it's like two hours done. Sure. But a, right. like a good TV show, it's like, I have to invest six months into this. Oh, yeah. You have you to. Know? It's definitely a time suck. I've been watching it pretty passively. Has your like, has your life improved at all from watching Game of Thrones? Um, Yeah, I'll say yes. I'll say yes. <laughs> this is an arts I, podcast. <laughs> I'll say, I just saw him nodding at the corner of my eye. Yes, it has. You must. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just really enjoy it. I think it's a really cool story. It's really complex. Yeah. I still don't even know all the characters' names. but Well, because they die. Yeah, they die, so off, they die often. And then, yeah, there's, there's a lot of heartache that comes with that show. But yeah. it's a pretty cool story. And they've done a pretty good job about mm-hmm. keeping it secret and keeping mm-hmm. it fresh. So Yeah. Just, I, I think I, I've appreciated it. Uh, Appreciate it. What George? What's his name? George something. Clooney. George Clooney. George, who wrote George the book. R. R. Martin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I like the fact that he had no ties to his creation. Right. Like, I mean, I have. Mm. I've, I think I watched the first season. Mm-hmm. Um, and the main one of the main characters is just like yeah dies. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. But I, I mean, mean, if people haven't watched, if you it, if you don't know that, by yeah. Now, but you've... I've. Not been I've really appreciated that about his, like, craft, you know? Because I think mm-hmm. a lot of authors or creators, whatever, would have a hard time killing off mm-hmm. vital characters. He's pretty bold that way. Because mm-hmm. uh, he... It, I, it kind of became his, like, niche. Right. Niche. Well, he, he kind of... Uh, I, I read something a while back, and maybe I'm uh, paraphrasing. I don't really remember exactly what it said, mm-hmm. but... Uh, if he starts to like a character too much, that's when he kills it off. Interesting. Yeah. So, like, my favorite character was one of the characters in season four. Okay. And uh, he, 
of course, died. Sure. My favorite character of the whole show, probably. Yeah. Interesting. And, yeah. He got killed off, like, immediately because yeah. he was too cool. Yeah. How do you... Do you, For your songs, do you... Do you have any weird things like that? Where, like, if I get too tied to this, like, I won't play it anymore. Or if, um, You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But I, I think... More than that, typically my approach... Can I call you Sam in the yes, podcast, or do you want me to call you, can, you? You can call me Sam. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's or my R- name. Or RT. RT. Oh, Sam. Uh, you can just say Sam. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm representing... I know, I know you as yes, Sam, so... Sure. Okay. I'm representing the entity as RT. Yeah. Well, I've... Yeah, I've always, like... Because I know, like... I, I have, like, friends with rappers. Mm-hmm. But their name is, and I'm just, I don't know. I don't want to, mm-hmm. like, disrespect them, you know? Like, yeah. hey, Jeff, how's it going? Yeah. Yo, it's, it's Bisquick, man. Bisquick, Bisquick. duh. Like, oh, yeah. My fault. My fault. Totally. Yeah, I mean, Sam is fine. Okay, cool. the, but uh, continue. But yeah, the, it, as far as, like, um, if I like something too much or something like that, I think I kind of work the opposite way. If I start, like, messing around with a new idea and I start playing it and, like, doing loops and stuff mm-hmm. in my room with it and... I it stays stuck in my head for a while, um, and I keep thinking of ways to compound upon that. Then those are the th- kinds of things that I keep. But then there will be like other little loops that I've been working on where, like, uh, I come back the next day and I don't remember it. So if I don't remember exactly what I played, and it yeah. didn't stick with me enough like that, then I usually just ditch it. That's like um, Andrew Bird. Mm-hmm. I think I've heard him. I don't know if he still does it, but. If he doesn't remember the lyrics he writes, it's mm-hmm. just like it's not worth it. Yeah. They're not memorable enough. Right. So, and that's kind of how I look at it too. That's kind of why I'm pretty slow mm-hmm. with writing and, it too. Well, a lot of your songs are like like a narrative, mm-hmm. you know? So do you have, when there's enough distance between when the actual narrative took place... Yeah. Do you have a hard time playing those, or were you like, you know, I can't feel it anymore, so I'm not gonna play it? Um. Well, I mean, even though we we just released our record a few months ago, and was like, okay. Yeah, I thought it was, but yeah, I'm I'm in that weird phase of life where it's just like, yeah, I've lived in this house for like six months. Like, mm-hmm. no, you lived here for three years. Right. I was like, oh, I thought it was like a few months ago, but yeah. I was like, it also could have been four years ago. Right. No, like it's seriously like it happened, uh, back in June. And like, I, I mean, yeah, we've been playing the song so long that naturally, I mean, you get kind of worn out sure. with them and you kind of want to start working on new stuff. And I have been, um, kind of just when I've got free time and, um, I'm thinking of got like it's got something stuck in my head, and I just mm-hmm. want to try to get it out and like record it on my loop pedal. Yep. And then I'll like come back, turn that loop back on, and if I remember how to play it, I'll yeah. keep it. Yeah. But yeah, just the uh, the whole like keeping it. I don't think how to put it because like working on. I think I got too far off track. You're fine. Um, what what was the original question? <laughs> Come on, man. I know. No, no, no. Do you? We can edit that in post. If you cannot feel, <laughs> no, we, none of that. We don't. Po- we don't edit. We this. don't edit this. <laughs> if you can't feel a song uh. anymore, will you still play it? Yeah, I mean, like the songs off this record are so personal that, like, how so? Um, well, they're all like based on real things mm-hmm. that have happened over the years and. Um, very specifically about certain people mm-hmm. or certain instances and 
certain shared experiences. Is that, um, for me, I write a lot of metaphor. Mm-hmm. Um, that seems too vulnerable for myself. Sure. And because uh, it's like, if you use like the person's name or something, uh, yeah, then that, or I don't go that you know, far. Or at least, but, but you know the, like people know sure. what you're talking about. You How know, do you process that? Well, I I don't mind being upfront about these kinds of things because these are things that are like they've, they've happened a really long time ago. Like things have changed. We've all had some time to step back and get mm-hmm. some perspective on whatever that situation was. And um, I mean, granted, like there's only like two or three songs that are about specific people, and sure. they they all all the people that have a song that's about them they know about it and like we've talked about it and i kind of got their blessing first oh really yeah interesting yeah it was kind of i have never done that i (laughs) had never done it until writing for this album how how was that it was really kind of really cathartic actually just like a really cool way to like finally like make amends with that situation or whatever it was and like like hey i mean like that's how i just like process things anyway so like being creative just really helps me get through certain situations. And, um, yeah, like the experiences that I've had where I've actually talked to somebody about a song that I was writing and like talking like, Hey, like this is what it's about. Like, are you okay with me going forward with this? Um, like, and I've never been told no, if Mm -hmm. I was told no, I would obviously not do it. Um, why? Um, I don't know if it was an experience like that did affect me and one other person and like that other person didn't feel good about mm-hmm. me kind of trying to like, I don't know, like spread it out on a table, you know, just like with the words and actually like seeing it written down and actually like kind of going through it and chunk by chunk, tightening it up and um, figuring out like, am I framing these things right? Am mm-hmm. I... um keeping it at least as neutral as I want to keep it. So you're trying to right. be more, how can I present this song as unbiasedly yeah. as possible? Mm-hmm. Without without losing um, like what it actually means to me mm-hmm. in the first place for wanting to write it. Because, yeah. I mean, it's important to, I mean, if you're especially going to go out of your way to talk to people about what you're doing. Sure. And like, let them in on that secret and let them know that like, yeah. hey, I'm doing this. Like, I want to commemorate whatever that was, whatever that situation was the right way. And I just want to know that it's okay with you that I do that Mm -hmm. and uh, try to make something creative and that's crazy about it. Yeah. That's like super vulnerable. It is. And I, how was your, can you go back to the first time you talked to that person? Like, how are you feeling? Um, the first time, um, it was, it was weird because I hadn't seen the person in about six years, but we kind of just like randomly kind of reconnected at some point and decided that like, Hey, it's been a really long time. I just want to see you and I want to see how you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like nothing, no strings attached at all. Just want to like see how your life is and like how things have changed and just catch up, you know? So is that what many years is about? Yeah, actually. I, yeah, it was, uh, that's, that was one of the situations. STH is another um, one of those instances. And the the guy that that song is about, he's one of my closest friends for forever, like since we were teenagers. And uh, 
he he's known about the song since like I started writing it, and that was years ago. Yeah. So he was actually he was at the release show. He's I showed it to him first before we put it out, and like let him kind of give his stamp. Like yeah. And you know it was because it was very much about him and like how what happened in that span of time affected like our relationship as friends and like how it affected things moving forward and mm-hmm. how I think different everything got. Do you, do you feel like you need to do this because your songs are so like literal in, in, in a sense? Sometimes. Yeah. Not always, but, and like, honestly, this, this record being as personal as it was like any of the new stuff that I write, it's probably going to, I'm going to scale that back a sure. little bit. I'll still do these personal records, but um, I want to kind of move away from that instead of like, you know, mm-hmm. picking apart and revisiting all those things that are going on. Cause like, I mean, you know, generally like in my life, just knowing me outside of doing sure. this podcast, like yeah. all the things that are happening with my family mm-hmm. and my dad being sick. And, yeah. and it was, it's now it's not as much for me, like making music and being <laughs> creative with the thing, like, with being creative and trying to like make something out of these frustrations, Mm -hmm. like I want to kind of just kind of like, I don't know, maybe like just make a color palette and like the things that like focus in a certain spectrum and then write things in that vein so I can get that pressure or frustration out. And that's kind of what I'm more leaning towards now. Do you think I'm trying to think how to word it? Like, is it healthy I'm trying to think of it. When do you know when it's healthy to revisit painful things and um, when it's not or appropriate? Maybe that's a word too. I don't really know that I could describe like the one thing that makes me like realize that mm-hmm. like I can revisit this, but I think usually it's if I can look at a situation pragmatically and not feel the way that I felt about those certain situations at the time, like when mm-hmm. they happened, then I can revisit it. Because that means that, like, I've fully moved past yeah. it. I can look at it the right ways instead of all the wrong ways or just the ways that mattered at that moment, you know? So it's, uh, yeah, it's really, it's it's strange. My process is weird, I guess. I yeah. don't know. I uh, It's just ballsy, dude. Just yeah. like, hey, I wrote this song about you. You cool? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Well, tough cookies, you know? Yeah. And like if if somebody were truly uncomfortable um, in a certain thing, or if somebody was truly uncomfortable with something that I had written, mm-hmm. I would, depending on the situation, obviously be respectful and sure. Um, but at the same time, how can you decipher? I'm not really sure. That's all stuff I'm sorry. still figuring I, out. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm just like really. It's this is like a really fascinating this, topic to me. This whole project was so strange in that way mm-hmm. like because of how personal it was because i've always written very deeply metaphorical yeah. and well your your record it like i was like uncomfortable in some ways listening to it mm-hmm. because it's just like you're like you're like speaking it verbatim you know mm-hmm. and i'm just like oh man i'm like that's so real like oh mm-hmm. like people are just like peering into your soul and yeah, it's, I don't know, it's a, if, it feels very cathartic to me mm-hmm. to be able to write these things down and make songs out of them. Um, 
I don't know if it's just because I, when I do write, and usually when I do write songs that sound like these, they are coming from a place of finally accepting Mm -hmm. what those things are and what they have meant to make me who I am now. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's, it's strange. And it's really weird. Like now kind of going back through my mind as we talk about it and like think about what I did to make this album and like how I Mm -hmm. went about it. It's uh yeah, it's weird. I've not really thought about it like this before. Sure. Uh-huh. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, yep. thanks. <laughs> <laughs> how do you um how do you define success? Um This is a topic I'm still I'm trying to figure out what success means for like my project as far as River Thief is concerned because we're all kind of at a place in our lives now where like we're all kind of we're getting older. Is is River Thief a collective or is um, it Sam Mosey? I write like I write the structures. I give everybody the bones and then everybody builds. Gotcha. So, I mean, everybody is involved in the music. The yeah. only thing that There's I a have, leader, but it's a collective. Right. Gotcha. So, it, and it didn't start that way. I was That's how St. Alvin is. I'm yeah, the leader. The leader. <laughs> and Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, Don't even tell mention him. Scott because he's a hired hand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything to those dudes. Yes. I don't want to get mixed up in this mob war. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it, it's very much like I want it to be a much more collaborative thing mm-hmm. now because like what we did for the first record was very much like a passion project and it was like a big old catharsis piece, mm-hmm. you know? So it was like I was finally getting all those things I've been holding out of my system because I've been wanting to write those songs for such a long time. I just never had the guts or felt like I had like the prowess mm-hmm. to do it. And I finally just decided that, you know what? You are at least well-versed enough in your own instrument and writing songs that you can just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Do it and see what happens. And that's this is what happened. So... Yeah, it was a very uncharted territory for me, too. Sure. And, yeah, that's one of the things, like, as far as success is concerned, sorry, I'm, like, getting no, all... No, it's fine. I would have brought you back. You're sure. fine. Sure, yeah, I know. I, uh, success, like, for me, I just want to make music that, I mean, I, I'm proud of, and I want to make music that I get to uh, feel like that, I mean, feel like I was part of something, you know? And part of something with people that I care about and cause it's very much a family thing mm-hmm. to me and like, um, being in bands, it's something that I've always done. I don't know what I would do if I didn't have sure. that in my life. And, uh, the fact that I've got now five other guys behind me that are willing to like do this, mm-hmm. it's rad. And they're all so good at their yeah. instruments. It's like, well, why don't you guys also take the reins on your parts? I'll still handle the lyrics and stuff Mm -hmm. and write the structures out, but do what you guys do. You're so good. Why would I hold you back? Mm -hmm. So um, that's what River Thief has kind of evolved into. And like success in that regard is like everybody working together to make something really cool. I don't really think any of us have it in our heads that we're trying to make it huge or anything like that. We just really like making music and we do it well together. Mm-hmm. So we just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And so. your album release was yeah. really successful. Right? Yeah, it was. It was like sold out. 
Uh, I mean, I don't know what constitutes sold out at Square Cat, but <laughs> yeah, <I know> that. <laughs> it's like sold out, but there's always room for more. Sure, yeah. but it was—I mean, it was packed to the gills. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it that packed before, mm-hmm. and that was really cool. And I was—we were all so grateful. Yeah, was, I mean, that's super rewarding. You so put rewarding. your heart and soul into something, and then mm-hmm. people come out. Yeah, you know? and yeah, it was just—I've never experienced anything like that before either. Like mm-hmm. having that many people, that many people come out in droves just to like listen to us do what we do for fun. Sure, and uh, just appreciate it for what it is. Mm-hmm. And like, I just uh, I, I think that success is being able to hopefully get those people to. Or not get anybody to do anything, but get them to buy your get album. Get them to buy That's our what record. They should do. It's all about them dollar it's Spotify, signs, man. yo. They're they're in bed with <laughs> the man. But we yeah we just really we like making music. We like doing it together, and mm-hmm. we feel like we've been successful in making a record that was true to our position in our lives at that time. And that's kind of what that's more than anything what I'm setting out to do now because it's very much. Uh, I, I love doing it. I don't think I could stop if I tried. Sure. And if I've got people that are willing to do it with me, even if I didn't, like I would still do it. So mm-hmm. if I'm putting out records that I believe in and records that even people halfway enjoy, you know, yeah. that's successful to mm-hmm. me. Because I put the work in, I did it. And um, I made something that was meaningful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you guys like critique each other? Um, work or and how do you receive it too you can take a drink it's okay think about it think about it yeah guzzle that down (laughs) yingling traditional lager yeah give us free stuff yeah um our critique process it's pretty we're pretty open with each other we've all been playing with each other for so long now that it's like we're all gotten pretty good at predicting each other's moves too so if I know that like my one of like my other guitar player, if I know that he's maybe gonna put like a certain amount of effects on a new thing that we're working on, and like since I write the lyrics or whatever, and I'm still technically the leader of the band, like I can still say no or yes yeah. to things. So um, even if like Sam, that's bad, you're like no, no, we're going for it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I'm pretty I'm pretty. Uh, swayable Mm -hmm. if we can write something cool is that hard for you if you're like hey what do you think and they're like no that's terrible it was at first but now it's not because like i value those dudes opinions enough when we're making stuff that it's like if they're bringing it up and more than one of them is bringing it up then we're probably (laughs) on to something here so it's probably safe to listen and try to you know make Mm -hmm. Not make I like not make everybody happy necessarily, but everybody at least agrees. Sure. So we don't. Yeah, we don't really argue that much in the practice room. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, every now and then. Was your album like a collected? Like, did they all like kind of write it together? Did you guys all write um, it together? I wrote like the bass, like just the acoustic versions gotcha. of each of the songs, and like I had ideas in my head. Of like what I would want for certain songs, but very often, unless it was just a part I really liked, mm-hmm. um, I would just say like, "Hey Matt, here's the part that I wrote. Make it sound like it's something that you wrote." Sure. So, try to keep it, give them that ability to be creative 
um, in their own ways, but with like a framework already yeah. to work in. So, um, yeah, I try to keep everybody, um, you know, able to contribute their own ways because mm-hmm. that's what makes the music special. Sure. Did you, sorry, I'm going to chime in here. Not chime in, please. You have a mic. Uh, so. From like okay. a recording engineer's perspective, how mm-hmm. much, well, also it's kind of an affordability thing at that point, but like how much of that process was done before entering into recording? Like, was there still a lot of artistic? Um, um, Cause obviously there's dollars involved with time. Sure. And I, uh, it, it was definitely not as organized the first time we went in. Like it wasn't our first rodeo being in the studio. We've all been pretty experienced in doing yeah. that and everything, but we had different ideas for the songs when we came in and uh, we kind of changed everything mm-hmm. when we got into the studio so it um it worked out in the end because but but because by the time we came back to record the rest of it because we did two songs first and then <coughs> came back for the rest of um rest of everything to record and we were way more solid in what we had written by then so um yeah the the second half of it went way faster <laughs> It's fun to hash it yeah. out in the studio because there's is. a certain vibe you get being there, but mm-hmm. it's also expensive. It so. is, and uh, you need that record label money, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Because they give so much of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you gotta pay it back. But. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, we we all work pretty collaboratively. I try to keep it pretty collaborative, um, unless like there's something that I just feel very strongly about. Mm-hmm. Well, didn't. I mean, River Thief kind of started as, like, just, like, Lone Wolf, right? Yeah, it was just me at first. Mm-hmm. Um, what d- what made you well want to, like, you know what, I need to expand my baby? Well, I think that I kind of just, I miss playing with people mm-hmm. more than anything. Cause well, because you're, you're one of those dudes, I feel like you've been in so many bands. I've been in a and, few, yeah. <laughs> like, I think, were you in Gentlemen? I was in Gentlemen. I replaced, um, cause yeah. You, I, I think that's where I met you because you play with Chad. Yeah, and then was there like a be- be- beacon something? Um. <laughs> Sorry, I just took a big swig of beer. Um, I did. Uh, I went as Black Beacon. Black Beacon. Yep. Um, just uh, when it was myself, mm-hmm. I was working with another guy, and we still yeah. we still work on stuff together. And then sometimes. after that was. Um, uh, some, post war, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. like some of my battles. So post war era was the thing that River Thief came out of. Gotcha. So, so what? How do you? How do you figure out? Like, oh, I need to start something new. Um, I think with Black Beacon, because like I was doing that um with another guy, and like I was still using that name as for like whenever I would play mm-hmm. a solo show because we didn't really do a whole lot of shows together. We just worked in the studio a lot. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, like eventually it kind of started like fizzling out. Like we just stopped having enough time to like really do a whole lot of work mm-hmm. together. Let it out, baby. Oh. It's like I always like offer, hey man, have a drink, and then mm-hmm. it's always beer or like Woo. a seltzer, and uh-huh. like everyone's just like burping, burping the whole time. The whole yeah. Thing. Uh, anyway, where was I? Black Beacon. Yeah. Uh, we, we just kind of got caught up with our own stuff and we didn't mm-hmm. have enough time to really work on it. So, so why would you like, uh, I mean, I guess if it's both of you, that's why you kind of mm-hmm. move on to something else. Yeah. So, and like, I, 
I started doing the River Thief thing um, while I was doing the post-war thing. It's mm-hmm. just my solo thing. And post-war kind of disintegrated. We just lost a couple members, and they mm-hmm. all went on to do their own stuff. Who, and what was the drummer's name? Andy Heck. Dude, that dude was like... Nuts. I just remember, I was just like, this dude is unreal. Yeah, man. Unreal. He's definitely one of the best drummers I've ever played With, sure, dude. I miss him. I haven't super, seen him. Super tight and just, yeah. I haven't seen him in years. I I don't even know what he's up to. Andy, if you listen. I haven't seen him in years. I I wrote a song about him. (laughs) Secrets out. Yep, secrets out. Andy, I'm coming for you, baby. Um, But yeah, we we just kind of all moved on Mm -hmm. um, from post-war. We still would like to eventually revisit that and kind of finish out the idea. But... Mm -hmm. While that disintegrated, I didn't want to stop, so I just started doing River yeah. Thief stuff, and eventually some of the old post-war members just kind of came Joined, back. Yeah, yeah. When's your hip hop album coming out? Oh, dude, you don't ever want that to come out. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be if, like, if I made. I wouldn't be surprised. Like you're just one of those people. You're just like constantly creating things. I uh, I've worked with hip hop artists before, yeah. and I love working with hip hop artists. It's fun. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been like every time that I've seen like somebody do a show for like art speak mm-hmm. or anything, I always talk to them after. I was like, yeah. Hey, if you guys ever need some yep. hooks, hit for me up. Sure, dude. The thing, but the, the thing I don't like about, I struggle with hip hop is they basically write hooks and lyrics. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, I'm just like, as like a songwriter, I'm just mm-hmm. like, well, there's a whole like, like half a whole that other... you're neglecting, right? Completely. I mean, that's they're just... given like the okay. I mean, there's creative energy that comes in the producing. Are like, yeah, that's a, that's a green light on that uh-huh. one. But I'm just like, but you didn't make it. What the hell, dude? <laughs> you bought the beat and then you did what you and did. And then they like it. everyone loves it, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, I no put love. like I, like we wrote like a hundred percent of this, and you don't care. It's dumb. Yeah. I mean, I never really, I because the a lot of the hip hop artists that I worked with were actually through the guy that I did a lot of the Black Beacon stuff okay, with. Cool. So like, it was uh, all people that I mm-hmm. knew already and people I was familiar with. So nobody ever really felt stepped on, and we all had our contributions and whatever. But mm-hmm. none of it ever came out, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have an idea when like you're new, um, or is it you just kind of just I'm just fiddling? kind of fiddling well, right now because you're in. Uh... School right now. I'm in school Kinsey. right now, yeah. What's that? Kinsey Academy. So I'm learning how to do UX design. So that's basically how you move through apps and uh, how they're designed and like how you interact with them. Okay. So I just... Is uh, it like... Is that the code? Is it coding? Um, I mean, there's code involved gotcha. with this. Like I didn't. I did the software engineering for part first. Okay. Um, at least the first half of it. And then I decided that it might suit me better to switch to something like UX because mm-hmm. it's a little bit more um, aesthetically uh, aligned. And mm-hmm. that's more how my brain works. Gotcha. And as far as like any of that kind of stuff is concerned. So um, I still would do when I like learn coding. Sure. Though it's so hard. Step one don't call it coding. <laughs> It's just an insider it's programming. Tip. Oh, cool! Yeah. Thanks, jerk. Programming, right? <laughs> I have friends. Yeah. So. Well, I don't want to meet. We're them developers. If correct me. <laughs> developers, um, devs. Dev so teams. I mean, as long as I've known you, you've been someone who just loves music, 
like wants to play it would probably like to do it for a living. Yeah. Um, w- is there something like holding you back from like taking a leap? Um, maybe. I don't know. I uh, well, let's talk about it. Let's, sure. Let's I it. I I don't know. I've I've always kind of pursued it at a comfortable level, like mm-hmm. what it was ever was comfortable and made more sense to me at the time. And but now that I'm getting older and like the people, how old that, are you? I'll be thirty in December. Dang. I know, right? Getting on up there. I thought we were like the same age. I think we've had this conversation Have several we? times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 24, so. Yeah, you're baby. No, I'm not. I'm 27. <laughs> still a baby. I can pull off still a baby. I'll be 28. Yeah. Thursday. Thursday. Happy birthday. Thanks, man. You can, 28, you can man. Venmo me money or something. Okay. $28. $28. But yeah, so like, <laughs> is there. Is there something holding you um, holding you back or how you process it? I think um, for me right now, like just where everything is in my life, like I do want to have like some kind of safety net for myself and I don't feel like my college degree provided that. What'd you get? I got a communication studies degree. Me too, dude. Hey. hey. <laughs> it's the Swiss Army knife of degrees. Yep. The Swiss Army degree art knife of degrees for uh, general manager jobs <laughs> yeah, at basically. retail stores. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I uh, I just decided that I'm done working shitty jobs. I mm-hmm. want to work, uh, do something that I enjoy and make decent money and enough that I can survive, mm-hmm. live comfortably with um, hopefully my girlfriend, you know. Sure. Um, and like live comfortably, but still be able to create freely and do it on my terms. Do you think that safety net is prohibitive? Is that a word? I mean, yeah. it could be. Could it's be. A word. Maybe it's not the right one. Maybe not the right or. Um, I mean, I think a safety net is prohibitive in the sense that it might not let me like tour. Mm-hmm. Um. But honestly, that's kind of okay with me. Like sure. I, I like playing shows, and I love I love playing shows, yeah. and I love doing it here in town, and I would love to do it regionally. But as far as like touring the country and all that stuff, I did that yeah. when I was younger, and it was awesome, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. But where my life is now, I think uh, something that sticks kind of closer to home. Gotta be mm-hmm. that scene kid. Gotta be that scene kid. Yeah. Now, and like a lot of it too, is just I want to be close to my hometown and stuff, so I can be around my dad, and I don't mm-hmm. want to feel like I'm gonna put myself in a position where I might miss something important. Sure. Um, yeah, because just I know, like knowing other like really like professional level musicians that tour all the time, they miss so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I I get it for them. But for me, at this point in my life, I just don't see it being like a really viable thing. Sure. Yeah. And like, I want it to be enjoyable still. I don't want it to feel like the thing that gives me catharsis and the most joy. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to feel like it's something that's just a stressor on everybody else. Yeah. Like, especially the people that I've got with me um, mm-hmm. that are gracious enough to give their time to a project like this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I would love to do stuff like around here, um, around here in town and Kentucky, Ohio, Illinois. Indy's a great place to I be. I love Indy. To and be in like a band. Yeah, it's uh, everybody's still working together here. 
It doesn't feel like that's the greatest thing about yeah. it. Like that's why I think India is one of the greatest cities in the country and in the mm-hmm. world. It's so collaborative. It is. It's and not like the dog eat dog culture. People are just like, oh, let me help you with this, or mm-hmm. you know. And like, great. I don't really make music to be competitive. You sure. know, like I make it because I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And are you competitive at all? I'm, when it comes to music, because uh, I'm super like I hate that the <laughs> fact that like my buddy's like hip hop album did way better than like anything I've ever done. You know, and I'm just like, and I hate that I'm not like. I mean, I'm happy for them. I'm like, that's great. Sure, but it's at the same time, I'm just like, damn it. I think it's like human to be a little bit jealous of that. Sure. You know, like your friends worked hard. They they pulled it off, mm-hmm. whatever they were trying to pull off, and. Cool, be stuck for him. But if anything, just uh, use that yeah, for you. For sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. What are your biggest challenges you're facing right now? Um, school, mostly. <laughs> it's, uh, it's awesome. I love it. It's uh, been the only school I've ever gone to of my own volition. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's been just a really great experience, like a very strong community um, mm-hmm. in the school and like it's a challenge because this is all new territory. I don't know anything. Well, yeah. I mean, I didn't know anything. I know quite a, a decent amount now. Like, uh, I've learned more in the seven months of doing the school than I did my whole college career mm-hmm. <laughs> and like more relevant stuff, you yeah. know? So I think school is a big challenge in the sense that I don't get to be as creative as often in the ways that I would be normally accustomed to, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Um, Because I'm on my computer all the time, but um, I don't always feel like playing guitar anymore Mm -hmm. or something like that. When you get home, you just want to veg out. out. But I still do. Like I have a guitar in the living room. I pick it up and I pluck around. And Mm -hmm. um, I've got a piano, like that, uh, that Rhodes. Oh um, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I've got that piano, and I've been playing that a lot, mm-hmm. and just uh, been kind of just trying to. Now that I'm learning new stuff with all this coding, sure. try to challenge myself in other ways. Try to play other instruments mm-hmm. and try to write on those instead of guitar. Mm-hmm. So. How is it living with like another musician? Do you you live with Joshua's? Too? I live at Joshua's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I live, is there not who else lives there? Uh, Colin Oakley and Adam. Who's Col- I know Colin. Adam Shantich. Yeah, uh, he played drums in the Kingfishers. Sorry, yeah, Kingfishers. yeah, yeah. So how is that like living in a house full of musicians? It's good. Yeah. Um, is that like challenge yeah. you? Does that it's uh, to be better? Because Joshua's one of those dudes who's just like he's just a go getter. Yeah, dude. For I love sure. that about him. Yeah. Um, yeah, it doesn't. I don't feel intimidated. If that's what you're asking. No, um, I mean, no, 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 not no. that. I'm okay. just like, how, I'm more just like, what does that sure. make you feel? Does it? Um, how does that impact you? It's inspiring. Like, I love seeing those dudes come, like, come home after they like mm-hmm. went away for the weekend. Yeah. like, are they all full time musicians? Um, they all teach. Gotcha. They all teach at School of Rock. I would still consider that like, mm-hmm. I mean, but they still full time. Yeah, they're full time musicians in that regard too. <clears throat> but um. Yeah, I mean, they're always, they just, they do it, they love it, and they're good at it. Yeah. And uh, that makes me want to try harder at it, for sure. Being around creativity very often sparks more of it. Yeah. So, and like, just hearing, like, hearing early mixes of his new record and stuff. I remember he told me, and I was just like, this sounds mixed already. 
Like when he showed me that stuff. It it's going to be a good record. I'm super stoked. Yeah. It'll it's going to be... You guys are playing that show. Yeah. Right? I was it's so... Exciting. Like, I remember... I, I, we talked about it a while ago, and he was just like... He was just trying to think, and I was like, well, I mean, we'd always love to play, you know? But mm-hmm. I'm really excited. And I haven't seen... I've heard great things about Michigander. Yeah, um, me too. Um, I met... I don't think he plays with them anymore, but I met their old bassist... Because uh, he stayed at our house one night, and mm-hmm. Joshua and Colin and Adam were gone, yeah. So it was just me and my girlfriend and him hanging That's out. That's cool. And, uh, we just we tried to watch Tusk. If you remember that, Tusk. have you seen anything about that movie? It's uh, don't watch it. But is it just bad or is it just bad? Like disturbing. Both. Yeah. What's it about? It's uh, about uh, Justin Long goes up to Canada and meets this doctor, and he basically turns him into a walrus. It's an evil surgeon type deal. That's weird. Yeah. Why would Justin Long do that to his career? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I guess circling back, challenges. Um, School probably being the biggest challenge because like school is nine to five, Monday through Friday. Mm. And it's intense. It's very intense. And I'll be doing it for the next year. Because it's like an accelerated program, right? It's very intense, and we're learning a lot all the time. So it's by the time I get home, my brain is like, yeah, just fried mm-hmm. a lot of the time. And um, so it's so it's, how do you like stay creative? Um, that that's kind of why like I keep the piano and the guitar so close, yeah. just like because I'm pretty at some, fidgety. At some point, they'll catch your eye. Yeah, like, hey, baby, I'll what's pick up? it up. What's yeah. up, girl? Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I just, I, well, very often how I write stuff will just be me, like, either watching TV or just noodling around and not really having any direction for real. And then I'll play something that sticks for a minute. So having a guitar and like the piano so close by helps me just like make sure I keep myself in check and like make sure I'm at least staying consistently trying to make stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it's definitely way harder. I can hear you scratching. That's your why beard. I say no, oh. no fidget spinners because that's a useless <laughs> fidget. You know, that's a useless fidget. Unless like people have a, unless they're good at it, I guess. Disease or is it a disease or yeah. illness? Where Isn't you that, need like, it. Help. Yeah, I feel like it it can are you talking helpful, about like Parkinson's disease? No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, there's like, doesn't it help like kids with like Arguably. autism or something? Oh, uh, I don't know. There's no studies proving None of us have that any education. of that is true. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't I just, know. <laughs> I just offended three people. Three people, at least. Out of the four listening to this. <laughs> uh, what do you think the role of the artist is today? Um, well, I think the role of the artist is to continue um, staying true to themselves Because, I mean, this is a pretty big time of adversity for a lot of creative communities. Mm -hmm. Especially, like, I don't like to talk about politics much. But, like, I I just, uh, I don't don't align with so many of the views on the right, as many of us don't. And uh, seeing, like, how that impacts us as creators and, Mm -hmm. like, people now just trying to... I don't know. They're worried about like something they say. Like, um, I'm trying to think of what a good example of this would be. We have like the whole Kanye West ordeal, but he tweeted and apologized about that, so we know that's oh, real. Oh, did he? Yeah. 
The whole, about him like meeting uh, Trump in the White House oh, and yeah, yeah. all that stuff. He tweeted like, "I'm not going to do politics anymore." So that's cool. Yeah, I guess I don't. I, guess a, I just feel a like tweet you know covers a multitude yeah, of sins. I guess sure. I'll let it. I don't know. <sighs> Role of the artist today. It feels like we're kind of the ones responsible for being a certain type of voice that other people feel like they can't do because mm-hmm. we are obviously mm-hmm. lucky enough to be able to write and sure. play and like get these feelings out in a melodic way that people can actually like grab onto. So like if it's frustration you're feeling, listen to artists that are frustrated, (laughs) you know, um, and like kind of base their content around that idea Mm -hmm. and like that we don't have to be by ourselves and those kinds of sufferings. And I don't know. It's very, such a broad question. It is. It's a very broad question. Purposefully broad. Sure. I don't know. What do you think? I know you're the one interviewing me right now, but I want to hear what you think. It's hard to give an answer because I've heard so many different ones. Mm -hmm. Uh Um, I, I mean, I, I, I would think, I guess it twofold would be the role of the, I think you're the first person who's actually asked me that. So really? Thank you. Oh, of thank course. You. This is why I started this whole thing, so I can talk. Anyway, <laughs> um, I, I think it's for the artist to be authentic mm-hmm. um, and to um, reject passivity yeah. in their creation. Um, yeah, because I think, I think lazy artists which i am one um i think we're depriving of the world of a lot of good and uh and oh i don't know if i would agree with that you wouldn't i don't think so okay i don't think your art is lazy i think you guys well i I mean sure i'm yeah i wouldn't say like i am well okay wait would you i okay i'm sorry (laughs) i i get what you're saying now but um i'm saying there's times where i'm i should be more I should watch less Netflix. Sure. Yeah. And like create. And uh-huh. I think when I do that, I'm depriving myself of therapy. I'm depriving somebody else who could listen to a song I wrote one day. Okay. You know. Now that's I'm tracking what, you. That's what, so, I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm yeah. not saying like, I mean, I think everybody has moments of laziness, but yeah. I think the role of the artist is to reject passivity and okay. to be authentic in their creation. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Because I mean, like, I, I think with our record, um, I got rid of passivity passivity altogether, mm-hmm. and so like I can definitely resonate with that. Yeah. Um, and like I finally decided that I was gonna let myself be honest. Sure. On a record and actually say what I meant That's instead great. of trying to, uh, and that was the whole point of that project was just like finally just do something, and. <clears throat> Do something that is unapologetically real to you. Sure. You're not making this record for anybody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, like, there's the people that I wrote the songs about that I wanted yeah. there. And you, blessing. like a crazy person. Like hey, a prisoner. Can, can we talk about it? Obviously. I mean, if I had to do that, I feel like I wouldn't have any songs. If I had obviously, to, like, go to people, like, yeah. hey. I wrote this song about you. You cool with that? Obviously, I don't do that for everything, but like, there's sensitive subjects. Like in many years, I guess I can just say like 
the reason I wanted to ask is because it was about. Sorry. I'm sorry. No. I get fidgety and he it's gets okay. mad. I mean, I don't it's like mind. moving his mic around, but it's, he ends up in the same spot. I know. I just, <laughs> I can't sit still. Put so. on your hair. You're doing fine. No, just, we're having a conversation, I baby. Know, dude. Mm. It doesn't matter. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Shut up. Damn. <laughs> um, yeah, like the whole like bit about like she had, she was married to somebody that was mm-hmm. diagnosed with terminal cancer, you know? Mm-hmm. And like that's a sensitive subject. Sure. And like, while it didn't affect me directly, um, it did still affect me because, like, I never had any ill will towards her or, like, felt upset. I mean, after the fact, like, after, like, everything had blown over, like, I was happy for her that she finally found somebody that made her happy. So knowing that we had had that common ground already established, like, I was like, hey, I know that we don't talk that often anymore, but I want you to know that like I've been wanting to write this song for a long time, but I didn't feel right going forward with it unless I asked you first. Sure. And uh, she said yes to that, so I went forward with it. And do you think most people should do that? Um, depending on your content, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I went with a lot of really dark subject matter for this last record, and. I mean, I gravitate towards that naturally with music. Well, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. that's what I mean. I'm just thinking of like the years, just like the last five to ten years of songs I've written, mm-hmm. and like generally most of them have to do with some sort of heartbreak mm-hmm. or failed relationship with a family member, mm-hmm. you know, partner, whatever. I'm just like, do I need to go? You're like, I think it's good. It's challenging me to think about it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, do I, should I go back and like ask these people for permission? I mean, yeah. some of it's too late. It's like, I was already out there. You know, and totally. And like, there's obviously songs that I didn't ask for permission because sure. I didn't care to get it. And, you know, well, um, what made you not care to get it? Uh, it was kind of just the general feeling I had towards the gotcha. situation. Like, and like the vibe that I had, like or like the feeling that I had when I was writing many years was not one of coming from like contempt of how everything went wrong. Mm-hmm. It was just like finally accepting that, hey, this is how it all went down. It's okay. You came out all right. Everything worked out on the other end too. Just accept it now. Mm-hmm. That's what that song is to me. Yeah. And just like it's like wishing well. I just want to wish well. Like I know that thing we have a history, whatever. Um, but it still will mean something to me forever. And sure. I don't want that to get lost because, um, I didn't at least give you the courtesy of asking you something about something that was happening to you. Mm-hmm. So, um, at least for that situation. Sure. And then, then like for STH as well, cause that was about just another really crazy, just another crazy story, a really crazy situation where a lot of factors were involved and a lot of people, like, people got hurt. Mm-hmm. So it's like, are you okay with me putting the story out there? Mm-hmm. Like, because you were a part of it and you inspire me because I care about you. And, like, I just want to write the song so I can make sense of the situation and maybe find a way to help. Sure. So, um, yeah, like I think that it's important maybe in some cases, not all for sure. Yeah. Um, 
It's like, I, obviously, I don't write about people specifically like, <laughs> yeah. all the time. I don't just like go write down, like do case like, studies uh, like, on my people. cafeteria lady right. named Jan. But if it's a person that's affected me in a truly, like, deeply, <laughs> deep way that, like, yeah. has changed a part of my life at some point, like, I want to give them the respect that they would have probably, at least hopefully, given me sure. if they were in a similar position. Hmm. So maybe I mean. That's a good sh- challenge. Yeah. And. I, I don't know. I felt like I could finally move forward when I had asked about writing many years and like asking about putting something like that in a song. Um, mm-hmm. There's like, I mean, like the whole last chorus is talking about how her husband had cancer. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. how it all kind of ended up. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. No, you're just like, as lot. you're talking, I'm just like, Oh, should we release an album or <laughs> do I got to go make amends with like a ton of people? <laughs> like no, like I think just chase your, them. chase hey. your bliss. Yeah. And I mean, it's, I, I mean, I know that I did things unconventionally. Sure. For sure. And I mean, that was part of the challenge. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to do it. I wanted, it was like almost like method acting Yeah. <laughs> for music yeah. or something. But I, uh, I don't know. It was a very cathartic experience, both in both uh, instances where gotcha. I did ask. Okay. Mm-hmm. You ready for a speed round? Sure. Okay. Um, just don't put too much thought to it. Just, right. just go with it. Okay. 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 Um, what's the last? What's your last meal on Earth? Your point way too fast. I know. I'm going <laughs> way too fast. Yeah, no, That's such a big question. I'll eat everything. Uh. Let's say, uh, let's say, uh, hibachi chicken. Hibachi chicken. Okay. Yeah. What's your least favorite word? Moist. Moist. What's your favorite word? Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your biggest pet peeve? Uh, when people wear sunglasses inside. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. For sure. Uh, if you can consume one artist for the rest of your life, who would it be? Probably thrice. Okay. Nice. I was going to say brand new, but. That's uh, for you, yeah. But sure, gotcha. Brandy's a big one Thrice. still. Oh, that's yeah. We went to that we went show. to that show. That was what, like three years ago. Yeah, it was a while. That ago. That was a dope show. Uh-huh. That was fun. Uh, if you could be one person for a day, who would it be? Uh, Dave Grohl. Dave. Oh, mm, that's fun. for sure. Yeah. Uh, if they make a movie about you, who's the actor? All these. The next three questions will be actors. Okay. So uh, if they make a movie about you, who plays you? Bob Saget. Bob Saget. Okay. Who's the? Uh, who's your antagonist? Uh, Jude Law. <laughs> I don't know why, but he is. <laughs> uh, who's your love interest? Uh, Rachel McAdams. Okay. Uh, what's the last thing you listened to? Uh, Logic. Okay. Newest Which album? Uh, the newest okay. one, Young Sinatra 4. Um, what's the first thing you'd buy if you won the lottery? Um, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, because that's what's on my brain right okay. now. <laughs> All right. So you move to this one place. It's the last place you're ever going to live okay. in your life. Where is it going to be? Uh, shit. Um, let's say, let's say Spain. I've never Spain. been, okay. but I know I've heard it's really pretty. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Cool. That's it. <laughs> All right. We no, did it. It's funny. Cause like this one, it either goes really quick or it takes like 20 minutes. That was a good speed round. Yeah, speed round. I tried, Exemplary. Well, Is that a word? I think I need to set it up Some, more. I think we to did. To where I can just be like, hey, we've done it. We, we did it before. We did it we did before, the, I yeah. think. Yeah. But I need to set it up more. Just like, hey, just don't think about it. Just like whatever's the first thing that comes to your mind, you know? Because sure. I think people are like, uh. But, um, <laughs> well, Sam Mosey. Well, Trevor St. Uh, okay, uh, promote. Do you have anything? 
Um, like, sh- well, I don't even know. We need to get better about. We'll I mean, I can. Uh, I I guess I can plug our record. We released an album mm-hmm. called That Talk on um, June fifteenth. Could we use a song? Sure. At the end of it. Yeah. I just added more work to Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> I just said that. I was like, oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, if you want to. Okay. Uh, artist, all your handles and all that stuff. We're computer um, So if you're looking for us on Instagram, we are river.thief. Um, and if you go on Facebook, if you just type in River Thief, we'll be one of the first things that pops up. Who who has River Thief? Who has River yeah, Thief? Th- is there somebody who has like that handle? Uh, I don't think so. Why didn't you just? Why'd you put a dot? Uh, well, no, somebody probably did. Yeah. I think there was a movie called The River Thief that uh, came out. Gotcha. Uh, a while back. Did you do the soundtrack for it? Uh, they never called. Oh, okay. I, if they had, it would have been a perfect serendipitous yeah, for sure thing for everybody i think oh but, but but like you personally do you want to give your stuff out personally or no uh my like my instagram yeah like enter.net.jpg yeah <laughs> yeah that's my instagram is it really wanna, yeah oh i thought you were being sarcastic no that is actually I what it is. i thought you were speaking code oh no about all the coding you do i was You're developing in real time yeah developing <laughs> but yeah i uh enter wait let me make sure that i got that right enter.net Enter dot enter. Do you not have an Instagram? I do. I just uh, do you changed not use it. it often. I haven't been using it a lot lately. What you what what did it used to be? Uh, used to just be I River Thief was my personal account for a long time, oh, and then I switched okay. it because I was becoming all band stuff, gotcha. and I was like, oh, I'll just make a new one. So gotcha. enter enter dot net dot jpeg. That is my Instagram. Why handle. don't you just do Sam Mosey? Eh, I did that before. Gotcha. You got to change it up, you know. I feel you. Hurt. Cool, man. You thanks so much. I feel this good. This is fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Go do... Art. Thank you. Art. Can you tell people to go do art? Hey, everybody. Go do art. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs>